Alright. Uh, I'm gonna do a video here, and we're gonna do new thing going on, just so you guys know. Um, but some of this stuff will be put on my YouTube channel under a members only. And that would be something if you're interested in, but some of this is going to go to my podcast. So this one's going to go into my podcast and there's going to be a member only section of my channel um, that will be able to get uh, logistics type uh, videos and things like that. You can go ahead and check it out. All right. Also, if you're looking for factoring, if you're looking for any type of factoring at under 2% for both your uh, brokerage and carrier, definitely reach out. Shoot me an email uh, at sage at sagenews.org. Uh, shoot me. I can get you hooked you up with under 2% factoring for carrier and brokerage. Make sure you set that up right. Make sure you get one that will work with both your carrier and your brokerage, even if you don't have a brokerage right now. It's very difficult to to switch over and set yourself up right, right off the bat. Because that's the goal of a trucking company is to eventually become a logistics company and things like that. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. So real quick, and I wanted to go over this because I'm seeing a new trend in the YouTube land. I'm seeing a new trend in regards to business owners uh, and things like that. And I kind of wanted to talk about that. So one of the things that I'm hearing a lot of that I don't think carriers, drivers, you know, uh, understand is the importance of that social media, the importance of what you put out on social media, right? Right now, I want people to understand this. I want you to understand this. And I'm talking to people uh, that are in the YouTube land and, and you might know them, you might not know them, but the best, the, the brand, everybody that's putting things out there on YouTube that has their own company, that has their own uh, trucking company and things like that. YouTube is owned by Google. YouTube is a search engine. So if you're a content creator, one of the main things YouTube gives you that it's very hard to go someplace else is the fact that YouTube is associated with a search engine, Google. Uh, you go to Google and you type it in, YouTube videos pop up. They're one in the same. YouTube is more than just a video platform. It's a search engine uh, it, with Google and that type of you know feature to it. Uh, so as a content creator, when you go to switch platforms or go someplace else, it's very difficult to get found because other platforms in regards to video um, are not also associated with search engines. Now, the reason I say this, and if you're not paying attention, if you're not listening, if you're not out there soaking in information, I'm going to say it bluntly because it seems to be that's the only way some people need to hear this is as blunt as possible. Uh, because I don't know what's going on with the thought process of critical thinking and, and common sense. Right now, scams in the trucking industry are a big deal. It's a big deal. Scams, double brokering, carriers taking freight that don't have carriers, fraud, um, and you know, identity theft is a monstrous deal in logistics. I can't say this anymore. It's a big deal. Well, Understand that brokers and, and shippers and people are starting to do more due diligence in regards to searching who is hauling their freight. They are searching more on who is hauling their freight. I recently had a conversation with a friend of ours who does the hiring. She's a manager uh, of the local 
um, like Dollar General slash, you know, whatever they are now, basically, right? Well, one of the things that they do is they they search your Facebook. They search your name on Google. They search your name on YouTube. They go out there and they use to find out what you're posting on YouTube, what you're posting on Facebook, and all these other things. They're doing that. And I want you to understand something. How you act on YouTube, how you act on Facebook, how you act on that is how you would act in public. It's how you would act in public. If you're willing to put it out there where other where it can be recorded, where it can be uploaded, where it can be found forever, it's how you would act in public. So if you weren't willing to do something or say something in front of a group of 100 people, you're now doing it in a possible view of a million people. Well, this is being used to determine if you're somebody I want to hire as a trucking company, as a, an owner-operator, as somebody that's going to go out and represent me to my customer. It matters. So when I hear things like YouTube doesn't matter, this is just YouTube, and hey, who cares? This is just YouTube, no big deal. It's not. It's not. And if you're convincing yourself of that, if you're trying to tell yourself, well, this is just YouTube, this isn't anything, it is. It's how you would act in public. And and, and, and I think the issue is, is that when you start to think about that, right? Like I have a gaming channel. That's completely, you know, it's gaming and things like that. And how I act on YouTube, well, I'm a know-it-all punk. But when it comes to customers, they, they want somebody who knows as much as they possibly do. They want somebody that, you know, I'm blunt about it. I call people out. I tell my customers where things are going to go wrong, what's going to happen, uh, and things like that. I, they want that as a gatekeeper in regards to hiring the proper carriers and people like that. They want me to tell my, my, the carriers how things are going to be handled, how they should be handled, and the way it's going to go. They want that. But I want you to think about things. Brokers are out there and, and, you know, hiring drivers off the streets. We are literally hiring you off the street. There's a help wanted sign. You're coming in the door and you're, we're deciding if we're going to hire you and you're deciding if you're going to work for me to move this rate. Unfortunately, we are also... I want you to take a look around at some of the YouTube pages and some of the drivers out there. Should you all get the same amount of money? Should you? Should I just automatically give you top dollar? And, and if you think I'm crazy, take a look at some of the trucking channels out there putting out some of the drama and some of that information. Would you pay them top dollar? Would you give them more money? Would you put out there and say, look... Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you $4, $5 a mile because you deserve it? No. No. This is what is happening. I When brokers hire a truck driver, when you're picking off the load board, I don't know you. I don't have any idea if you're going to be any good. I don't know if I should pay you top dollar or if I should pay you pennies. Because unfortunately... Take a look around in the trucking industry and tell me who you would pay top dollar. There's four trucks that, sitting around. There's four drivers out there. Pick four drivers and tell me if you're the best out of the four drivers and tell me why. 
take a look around. And, and the issue is, is I don't know that until we have conversations on the phone, until you've proven yourself to me. Until this stuff has happened, I don't know that. I don't know if you're one of the drivers that's going to be out there, get upset, and next thing you know, you're threatening to pew-pew people. You're unable to control yourself. Unable to uh, be professional when people are watching. This is the world in which management lives in. The people that are deciding how to spend, I'm deciding how to spend my customers' money. I better be good at my job. I can't just hire anybody. I can't just pay top dollar for anybody. If I spend my customers' money on somebody that can't show up on time, what does that say about me? If I spend my customers' money on somebody that can't control their 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 mouth, their thoughts, and everything that they say, what's that say about me? Being a freight broker, I'm determining who to best hire to represent, to go into a customer and handle an important operation for them, the moving of the goods to their customer. And social media is a way to determine that now. Any tool possible, any tool possible that's out there is going to be used. And AI and tech and machine learning and social media are all, are all now a part of the game. They're a part of the game. What people say when people, when you know, it, it, what people say and what people do when no one's looking determines that type of person, how people handle that stuff. I mean, everybody gets upset. Everybody gets frustrated. Everybody says stuff. But if you're out there going overboard, if you're out there pushing that limits, if you're out there doing stupid stuff like this, that will be used to determine if you're a carrier. Look, we're you hear this all the time, right? Brokers are now moving to emails. They don't want to talk to you. We're moving to emails. Why are we moving to emails? Because it's one step closer to AI machine learning and, and using technology to do a quick rundown, a quick social media search on you. And there's already software for this. That basically that's gonna go out there and you're gonna I'm just gonna put your name in there, put your carrier in there, and next thing you know, it's gonna pull everything and then I'm gonna determine. You have guys like CDN Broker who's already looking at websites and LinkedIn pages to determine if he's going to use you. You think he's the only one? It's gonna become mandatory. It's gonna become where somebody's gonna come in, a big CH Robinson's just gonna buy software. Hire someone to make software that goes out and does a social media search on people, on companies, on carriers, and searches all these things. This is why brokers are starting to say, hey, I need a company email. I can't send this to, to your Gmail account. Why do you think that is? They're connecting dots. They're connecting the dots to, to form your social media score. Your social credit score in regards to do I want this person? Is this person the best hire to rep to that I, the best way to spend my comp my customers' money to to get the best person in there to haul the job? Look, it is so bad out there, so bad out there. I want you to think about this. 
I recently watched the SoCal video, and if you don't know him, that's fine. SoCal is a, is a carrier, and he's a broker, and he's in Southern California, and he's got trucks, and he, he counsels people, and he whatever. He le- literally did a video and went out and put the carrier and the driver and himself on video where he went out and a truck was broke down someplace like on, on the interstate or on a road and the cops were there and, it, and he was about to be towed. And in his mind, in his mind, the thought process he put into this was rather than pay a tow bill, rather than pay $2,000 to be towed off the road, yeah, it's a lot of money and I understand that, he felt it was better to put the company at a possible million-dollar lawsuit by telling, by saying, look, one of us are going to have to stand on the truck while one of us drive it, spraying ether into the motor. So one of us is going to stand on the frame rail while the truck is moving, and the other person's going to drive it, and we're going to get it off the interstate. And this is a better decision than towing it. This is a better decision to stand on the frame rail of a moving truck while another person drives it. You would think that this is a jackass video. I, I would, if I was the safety manager of that carrier, I'd fire that driver. Not only does he put it on the internet for everybody to see it, but the thought process that went through this business owner's head was to put another company at possible risk for a million-dollar lawsuit. Because lawyers jump all over stuff like that. If that driver would have fell into the motor or fell off the truck and got run over by the truck, both SoCal and and the driver would have been sued. Everybody would have been sued. Because this is what lawsuits are made of. Stupid people doing stupid things. To save a nickel. But this is the decision you have to make out, you have out there. This is the thought process of the people that are out there. And this they're putting things like this on social media. They're putting things on this on video. They're putting things like this out there. And decisions like this. Why? If I was a safety manager, the driver would be fired. Immediately. Because if that got back to my insurance company that we're letting drivers stand on frame rails rather than to save a little bit of money compared to a tow, obviously, as a carrier, we're not making the best decisions to protect the company and protect the insurance company and protect the, the, the welfare of the people at the company. But this is what's being put out there. These are the decisions that are being made by leaders of the of of what we feel of the industry, by people that are are were our mentors and coaches and business advisors in in their own right in their own minds in their own mindsets that are extra in, in, in telling us how to best what we should be doing. What look at what I look you know look at this look at that. You want to run a business and you want to understand what's going on in, in, in the logistics industry. It's things like this that make it knee-jerk reactions from 
insurance companies, from brokers, from shippers, from carriers to prevent this stuff. You know, it, when I watch some of this stuff, I also think to myself, okay, everybody says that, you know, brokers are robbing drivers. Well, define stealing. Define robbing them. Give me the definition of that. Are they saying, here, haul this load, and I'm going to pay you $1,000, and then they never pay them? Yeah, that's stealing. You stole the money. But if I didn't just pay you what you wanted, or I, then is that stealing? Maybe you haven't earned that money yet. Maybe you haven't earned more than minimum wage yet because you just started out at my, with me. And at what point, and, and I, I wanted to ask this too, but it was already over. I watched the Jeff's live feed with everybody on there, and I'd like to ask a question of Stewie and, and, and the dean who should, you know, close his college um, and, and everybody else. Is is there a limit to the amount of money you would ask for? Is there a limit? Like, is there any? Because when there's times I go to my customers and I, I there's a number when I go to quote pricing that that's pretty much where I need to be and this is why. I don't ask for all of it. I don't say, well, you know, seventy five dollars a mile for a legal load going you know, 3,000 miles, is there a limit? And ask yourself. I know everybody wants as much money as possible, but is there a limit to that? Is there a comfort level within yourself that you can basically say, I should get $4 a mile for this? Is five too much? Is six too much? Is there ever a limit to asking for too much on your end? I know there is on my end. Like, obviously, I don't go to, I don't go to a customer and just ask for, you know, every single amount of every, you know, the most I can get on every single load. But I actually want to know, is there a limit? Now, some people are going to say yes, and some people are going to say no. And if you're saying no, there's no limit, I can, you can ask for it. But is there a, a, a limit to how much you will ask for before you feel a little uncomfortable? Right? And some people are going to say, no, not at all. I want it all. But for the job that you're doing, is there a limit? Right? Is there a limit? Is there a limit before somebody should say, well, that's probably too much? I'm probably overcharging there. And that's just a question. There's no answer I'm looking for. I'm not saying yay or nay. I'm I'm I know I have one. I know I ha I know what my services are worth. They're not worth endless amounts of money uh, for the services that I provide, but they're worth what I feel they're worth, and I know my number. But so my question is, is is there a limit? to how much money you would ask to move freight for the job that you're going to perform, the services you're going to perform, and what is that limit? But it, if you want to know what's going on, you need to look at the truck drivers around you and feel, does that driver deserve $2 a mile? Does that driver deserve $3 a mile? Does that driver deserve $4 a mile? Do I deserve more than that guy? Just a question. I'm just asking. I know I deserve more 
than a lot of freight brokers out there. And I know there's some that probably deserve more than me. They can do more services than me. They can perform more things than me, right? They have warehousing. They have freight forwarding. Um, I don't have in-house for that. But then you just have to think to yourself, I know everybody wants 2 or $3 a mile. So let's say it was 1,000 miles and you want $3 a mile, which is $3,000. And I'm a customer. I'm somebody that has to pay that money. I have to pay $3,000, okay? And you come to me for $3,000 a mile and I go to the same customer for three, and I tell them I want $3 a mile, $3,000. And they say, well, what can you give me for $3 a mile? And you say, well, I can, I'll be there on time. I can give you a tr- – I'll make sure that, you know, the truck's there. I got a 53-foot box, new tray, blah, 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 and you say everything. And they come to me and they say, well, what can you give me for $3 a mile? And I say, well, I can get, I'll be there. On, I'm going to say the same things you're going to say. I'm going to be there on time and make sure it's going to pick up. I'm going to do communication. I'm going to make sure this, you know, the truck sh- it shows up uh, and it's a 53-foot trailer. It's going to haul your freight, blah, blah, blah. And I have a brokerage. So if you have any more freight that has to go, I can also move that. Let's say somebody from Landstar is right behind me and says, and says I want $3,000. And they say, well, what can you give me? And the guy from Landstar says, well, I can give you everything the first guy gave you. I can give you everything the second guy gave you. But I can also give you an opportunity for warehouse contracts that I have, freight forwarding contracts that I have, rail contracts that I have. Who do you give the $3,000 to? You're the shipper now. You're the customer now. You're the guy with the $3,000. But you've got a boss. I, I Above you, you answer to that boss. So when the boss says, you gave $3,000 to which one? This guy. And when that boss says, why? What's your answer? What's your answer? And that's something you have to think about in business. You have to think about the fact that how do I provide the guy who's giving me the money a reason to give me the money? What, what am I giving him? Because somebody's going to probably be able to come in there and give you more. Pay more. And in the end, give more for that $3,000. If I'm going to buy a car for $3,000, but this guy's going to give me this car, and the same person's going to give me a car plus a warranty, and then the last guy's going to give me a car plus a warranty plus free oil changes for a year, and it's the same car, Who are you going to if it's the same price? These are just questions you're going to want to ask yourself. You're going to want to have, be able to answer these questions. Real quick, everybody wants to know why uh, post-trip, Spectre the post-trip, um, why he's doing so well. And I'm going to give you the simplest answer, and I'm going to end it here. I'm going to give you the simplest answer on why Spectre, from the, uh, the post-trip YouTube channel, is doing so well. You ready for it? Write this down. Get out a pen and piece of paper. Write this down. He's better than you. He's smarter than you. He learns faster than you. 
He understands better than you. He can answer these questions. He probably asks himself these questions, and just so he knows the answers to these questions, he's better than you. He's more observant than you. He's implementing it better than you. Better than you. That's the truth. That's the truth. He's realized that. Why is Reefer paying more money? Well, it's not just the fact that the Reefer pays more money. It's that he, remember, think about this. He can be better at the job hauling a refrigerated trailer. He understands the importance. He understands the value of what he can get done and what he can accomplish. He understands that value in the refrigerated sector more than the van sector. So if I'm a freight broker, which I am, but if I'm a refrigerated freight broker and I come and I say, look, I can go to somebody that understands what we're dealing with, with refrigerated freight, being on time, making sure pick up there, it's food, and he's going to cause me less problems and he's going to cause me less um, claims. I'm just going to go to him first. Spectre understands the importance of that in the refrigerated sector better than other people do. It's not the same. He can... He can actually show something. He can perform better. He can do it better than you. And he's chosen a platform to be better, understanding the importance of being better than the next guy. And that's why refrigerated works, freight works for him. Because he can see the big picture. It's that simple. And as a freight broker, I want that guy. I want the smarter guy. I want the guy that's better than the other guy, that knows the importance, that studies harder, that, that can comprehend, can think outside the box. I want the guy who's better. That's the guy who's going to get my refrigerated freight because I, I have to worry about that freight more than the van freight. And so on and so on. It's that simple. So you got a couple choices. Learn to be better than the other guy, name of the game, or keep getting the rates that you're getting. Sage out.